definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, what's going on? Happy Monday. Good morning and welcome onto the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you as always by Happy State Bank alongside Jeff Haxton. I'm Choice Woodman, Lucas White across the way. The band is back together. Uh, we'd love to have your thoughts, your comments, your questions, whatever you got. Bring that in on the AIDS Flooring Center chat line. Reaction to uh, the weekend that was, we had a little uh, good, bad, and ugly. A lot of good, bad, and ugly. A lot of variety of stuff. I'm starting with the hiccups. I'm sorry. That's, that's no fun. That's no fun. That's all right. We'll, uh, we're going to have to get our bearings back. I think everybody does uh, after Thanksgiving week. Just you know there's been a lot of travel between you and I, so we'll, we'll try to just sift through it. I know a lot of other people have had a lot of travel, so you know just kind of get your get your footing back for the uh, the work week. We'll we'll all work through it together. But uh, how was it? You were in paradise. Well, so. the first thing that happened to me was they wouldn't let me check into my room. Um, usually, when we go on trips, your your card for your room is waiting as soon as you get in. Yeah, you grab it and you go. To your room. Well, this time we had to actually check in. Okay. And I I don't have a personal credit card in my name, uh, but I I had my wife's. Um, so it says Jennifer, and I present the credit card and the the ID, and they're like, uh, "Where's Jennifer?" And I'm like, uh, "She's not here." And it's like, well, she has to be here for you to check into your room. Oh, I was like, great. <laughs> oh, okay. no, she is. She's at, she's parking the car. Sleep in the lobby. Yeah. So here I am with a new crew. You don't, I know like one or two people that are on the entire damn plane. And now I've got to go tell them that I can't get into my room because I don't have a credit card. Oh, boy. All right. Oh, boy. So they start to try and think of ways and they're trying to get everybody checked in. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get her on FaceTime because I hooked into the Wi-Fi. I had no cell service the entire time. Yeah. Uh, whatever brand I have, the Walmart brand, I think they use Verizon. They don't have coverage in the Bahamas. So I have no, I've had the Ghostbusters sign, the circle with the thing, you know, the cross thing, you know, basically, you know, like you're screwed. And then, so I get on the Wi-Fi and I, and I, FaceTime her. Yeah. And I walk back up there, and the guy that I was dealing with was a real. I'm. It's going to be. Cl- I'm probably going to curse today. Um, probably better not. Yeah. But okay. Well, I, I, I probably will. I, today's <laughs> the day I get fired. I think. Um, no, you, you get, probably from you're everything. Off of two wins. Don't. So don't get fired after today. I go back and I deal with a, a lady who was much kinder, much more sympathetic to my situation, and I was like, "This is my wife." This is the card. Can you help me get into my room? And then she pr- she put her license up to the deal, to the camera, and I was able to get in the room. So that's how the trip started for me. I know the whole trip uh, was, you know, you had, it was not the, the paradise that uh, looked like. No, it was like. a nightmare for I, me. I still promise you I would have uh, rather. Traded? Traded your, your lack yeah. of paradise 
for the hell that I sat through for four hours I can on all, Saturday night. I really can't imagine. Oh, my gosh. How bad it was. That was, uh, I mean, the last two years, you've had you've had games that are up and down, obviously. Tough moments. You'd say you've had more good nothing, than bad. Nothing like that. Nothing. Yeah, more good than bad. I, I think that's fair. Even in the losses, uh, you haven't had anything like that. The the closest thing to it was Baylor last year, and that was still a a one score game at one point in the fourth quarter. The two straight conference winning records. Yeah, so uh, there has been more good than bad, but nothing close to that. And does it all get kind of flushed because of what you went through, like all those good things and all the good feelings and and the equity that was built up? Does it all get flushed? I don't know. Personally, I kind of numbed out to it eventually in the game because I mean, there's. There's nothing else. It's just okay. Keep getting kicked in the face and mm. kicked in the face some more. So mm. I, I don't this know. This is a nightmare. I'm but, gonna have to endure it. And again, if it's to anybody but them, it's probably even more palatable. Probably. But it maybe I don't know. Maybe that helped in the numbing. It's like, well, okay, well, Texas for once in their lives have actually played up to their potential. Mm-hmm. You know this year as a whole that that that's actually a really good football team it still didn't it, it was not easy to swallow so um yeah we'll talk we'll talk football we're going to talk basketball talk some Dallas Cowboys is you know they look good again against a bad team again um we'll we'll get into uh a lot of different things we'll go over things one of the stuff. cooler things at the entire place that I didn't know was there I knew the casino was there but as you left the casino and you're heading back to the main lobby, tucked in a nice little corner, there was a sports book. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And did you just watch some sports? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I did. Like good good TVs, everything? Yeah. That's awesome. It was a mini Las Vegas sports book. But still. It yeah. had the odds uh, on a wall and then had kind of um, – it kind of bowed out a little bit with the the TVs up on the wall, and I'd say there were five massive screens with some smaller screens tucked in, and then there were screens in this you know another corner, and a little bit of stadium seating and a bar right there, and so um, that was that was really cool, Lucas. I think you'd have really dug that. Yeah. So uh, I also learned uh, always ask the price of a buffet before you get it. Learn that one. Oh, holy cow. Yeah, I mean, we there's very limited open on Thanksgiving, which I actually like that for people getting to spend time with their family. That that wasn't that way a few years ago, and it's it seems like it's gone back to that. Where I mean, even Walmart and, and Target are closed on Thanksgiving nowadays. So mm-hmm. so there there was, it was very limited and there was one place on on site that was doing a Thanksgiving buffet and we're like, Okay, that'll probably be a little expensive, but Get there. We're all guessing at the end, and I was the one with the high guess. Level was like, oh, I bet sixty bucks. But sixty bucks. I'm like, oh, I bet we're gonna get pop seventy five. <laughs> One hundred and sixty six bucks. Ah! Oh my gosh. Nightmare. I died a little inside when I saw that. I'm like, well, it was it was like one twenty, and then they threw the gratuity on, on top of it, which I would have tipped it anyway. That was the thing about every purchase. And I still didn't, I don't know exactly what it was for, but every purchase that you made had another 10% tax on top of what was already taxed. 
Ooh. Yeah. So is a resort fee on top of everything? I think so. Oh, those are sheesh. So like they know it, where to get you. Yeah. The, and then in a, they have this really cool marina area. Yeah. That spreads away from the main building and has all all kinds of great restaurants and shops and just fun the the yachts are pulled up to there and everything and I saw the Woodman yacht there and it was like, <laughs> oh man, choice I gotta sell it's it family. To pay for that. <laughs> Thanksgiving God. dinner. But they <laughs> shut those things down. Like liquor stores shut at 7. Really? I mean, the, the restaurants on weekdays, like regular weekdays, shut down at 9. It all closed wow. down. Because they want to funnel you back into that big building where everything sense. costs so much. That makes sense. Y'all chime in. Tell us how your Thanksgiving was. I got some fun stories from Thanksgiving. We'll uh, hear Lucas's as well. Y'all can all uh, chime in. Yates Flooring Center chat line. We will talk sports as well. Lots to get into from the weekend. Got headlines for you next. It's the end of the bench. Till noon on 100.7 The Score. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Appreciate you being part of our Monday. Thanks for making us part of yours. It is the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Alongside Jeff Haxton, I'm Choice Woodman. We uh, have headlines for you. What you need to know, part of the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. We'll start the headlines off with, how about basketball? That was the bright spot from the weekend for uh, both teams. The Red Raiders come away victorious in the final two games. Really the uh, final 50 minutes. I'm doing math. Yeah, last 50 minutes or so, maybe 48 minutes of uh, the tournament for the Red Raiders looked pretty good as they come from behind, beat Northern Iowa 72-70, and then uh, Wallop, Michigan 73-57 to, uh, they call it the fifth place game. If you look at the brackets, really a consolation uh, prize is what it would be as the uh, Red Raiders Won the left side of the bracket, but moved five and one on the season, and uh, get a little bit of rest before heading to historic Hinkle Fieldhouse coming up on Thursday. What's your excitement level for that one? Nine, nine. Okay, yeah. wow. You're a Hoosiers fan, right? It's the best sports movie of all time. Wow, you and Level are both in on that. Mm-hmm. I am. Uh, that's probably. That's probably number two to me. But that's just because I just watched. That was one of those I told you. I don't even know if it was you. You remember the Titans, right? Yeah, I remember the Titans. But two, there's two movies that I watched all the time. Actually, three. Growing up, sports movies. Because we had a, a vehicle that had a DVD player. And we traveled a bunch during the summer. And we just had the, the little CD player. Or the CD, uh, whatever. What do you call this? Case? full of DVDs and uh Major League 2 <laughs> Remember the Titans and Hoosiers were the the sports movies that we had in there that we watched all the time so uh love those movies uh, Hoosiers though just so good so good can quote up and down and uh, I'm excited for you that'll be a fun trip on Thursday Yep 5:30 tip off in that game well, our coverage will begin at 4:30 at Butler 
uh, coming up on Thursday on Double T 97-3. Lady Raiders had a fantastic weekend as well as they come away still undefeated, 7-0 on the young year, but uh, beating Rutgers on Friday, Santa Clara on Saturday, 61-56. So getting out of Vegas still with that unblemished record. Lady Raiders uh, doing pretty well. They'll be back at it on Wednesday up at home against the Anteaters of UC Irvine. We'll have that one for you on 107.7. Yes, FM. Uh, in the NBA, Spurs lost to the Nuggets, 132-120. to They were the lone Texas team in action. All three Texas teams off tonight in the NFL. The Texans lose uh, by a hair. Did you see the, the finish to that one by chance? No. The uh, Texans try out a 55-year-old. 55-year-old. That's going to be one of those days. 55-yard field 55-year-old field goal. Really had to be gentle with it. A 55-yard field goal uh, with time expiring, and it goes off the, the crossbar. Left it short. So Jaguars beat the Texans 24-21. Uh, the Chiefs were down by 14 to the Raiders, and then they end up winning by 14, ultimately 31-17. The stupid Jamie's Bills blew it against the Eagles last night. Yeah, had chances down the stretch and just couldn't couldn't finish. So the uh, Eagles remain with the best record in football at 10 and one. Mm, I think that's about it. Y'all can chime in. What have you got? Bring it on, on the Yates Flooring Center chat lines. Someone says, at least Okie State took care of business and kept one of the deserters out of the championship game. <laughs> no one, I mean, the, there's never been a league pulling ho- harder for one team than there will be for Oklahoma State to beat Texas. What's funny is it's OU is probably going to root for Texas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that will be the one. This, uh, this has been fascinating to me because... All this perceived and talked about hatred. I want all you land thieves to listen to me right now. (laughs) Um, You're embarrassing yourselves. And you have been since you didn't get a call in in the end zone that you think somehow that kept you from winning Bedlam. You've been crying like a bunch of, I mean, it's going to be the day that I curse. Um, Babies, babies is the word you're looking for. There's a B involved in in the okay, word that go, I want to use. Go with babies. Uh, <laughs> and um, you know, my advice would be: don't snap it off Dylan Gabriel's foot uh, when he's not looking. Don't turn it over three times, four times, whatever it ended up being. Um, you know, do the things that it takes to win football games first off, and then. You grab onto these conspiracy theories that the Big 12 officials want OSU to go, and you cry about that for a week, and then you say that OSU got all these breaks against BYU because the conference doesn't want OU to go. You Listen, you're not that important, and if it wasn't for Texas, you would be nothing. You had to hitch your broke-ass wagon to the Longhorns to go to the SEC, or you wouldn't be anything Hmm. so hitch it up to that burnt orange baby and root for them all you want you classless horrible bunch of low-life walmart no iq having sons of 
you're just a bunch of idiots. And that's all I got to say to you people. You're out egg sucking. Just, just there. And go root for Texas. Ooh, I am like, Do that. I am on, like, just cringing so much, just waiting for it. Don't get fired this morning. Uh, to the Yates Flooring Center chat line. You think they're missing Taylor yet? What are we talking about? Swift? Beatles? You're going to have to clarify. That was the first text of the day. No, no. Uh, why don't you have a CC in your name? Is that towards me or you? Where would a CC fit? Or carbon copying? Uh, is that the where you're your own business? It's LLC. LLC. <laughs> I don't I don't know what they're asking. The first two texts today uh, I'm lost on, so sorry. Uh D-Rock says, "Sorry your week was bad hacks and choice, but I for one am glad to have the A team back on the radio this morning." Well, you're going to call us that. We'll take it. Thank you. Uh I'm curious if Tech only lost one game out of two to start that tournament, how was it fifth place? Just because it it go so depends the, on when you lose. Yeah, yeah. If you lost the middle game and then won the third game, you be become third. third place. If you win the first two and then lose the last one, you're second. I, I so got If you lose two games, there's only help me with the math here, but there's only three teams that can lose just one game. Nope. No, two teams that can lose just one game. The runner-up and... Oh, the math is hard. The runner-up and, and the the winner on the other side, I believe. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I don't know, maybe. The, yeah, I think... Oh, third-place team. Yeah, third-place team, the runner-up. Yeah, so there's three teams and, and the fifth-place team. It's just about when you lose, and that's how you end up fifth. Since you lost the first one. If you got to play Northern Iowa first, then you would have played in the third place game. If See what Northern Iowa did to Stanford? No, I actually never saw that. Beat score. him by 20. Villanova, what they did to, to uh, uh, Memphis? I saw the best college basketball player that I've seen live in a long time. And it was Eric Dixon from Villanova. Okay. Holy cow. He had he was good. Oh my gosh. He he blew me away. And as they were playing, we filled out our Clark and I kind of combined for the all tournament team fill out fill in. And we put him as the MVP and he ended up getting the MVP. He was fantastic. Yeah. That's the thing about Villanova that that not maybe not everybody else had there. Um they have two NBA guys. Two yeah. real deal NBA guys in Moore and Dixon and and a good supporting cast. Yeah. I, I I'm telling you, team. I watched a Final Four team. How the heck did they beat Penn or lose to Penn? I don't know. And there's been a lot of those losses this year where there's there's head scratchers across college basketball. And you know, we've talked about it. The the portal helps some of the the mid majors catch up and and be able to beat teams like that. But it's still. That's odds. The Villanova that we saw in that tournament. There's no way they should have lost. Oh my that. gosh, they were they were so good. It's the end of the bench. Got lots more of your thoughts. We'll get some of those next on 100.7 the score. 
Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. On to hour number two, it's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, and the 100.7 The Score mobile app, brought to you as always by Happy State Bank. Alongside Jeff Haxton, I'm Choice Woodman. Lucas White back behind the glass taking care of us. It is a music Monday. We'll get you some more songs going uh, here shortly. More of your thoughts from the Yates Flooring Center chat line through that 100.7 The Score mobile app. Uh... Plenty more rolling in. Uh, here's some breaking news from someone pointed out on the chat line. 2024 wideout uh, Dozy Izakama has uh, com- decommitted from OU. So I'm sure you're pleased with that. Uh, I also like seeing it. I don't know if, uh, what the text chances are on him if they want to add him. Uh, yeah. I don't think you have too many no. spots left. But you would you would make but, one for him. Yes, you would. Yeah, he's he's a pretty highly touted. I think he's a three star on Rivals, but he may be four star elsewhere. Um, but he, you know, legacy brother, pretty good there. Uh, you would take him pretty quick. Um, but as you pointed out, Levy leaving this coming on the heels of Levy taking the job at Mississippi State. So uh, Emmett Jones might go there too, which is his recruiter. We'll see. Uh, I'd be a fan of that. If Emmett Jones goes there, yeah, I don't know what to think of Emmett Jones anymore. It's a weird situation there. Uh, at least it wasn't a seventy-point beatdown. Okay, someone found the positive. wasn't a seventy-point beatdown. Uh, OSU carried the Big Twelve more than Texas. Oh, I already read that one. Uh, but the same listener did chime in. I am pa- listening passively, but OSU has a whole one Big Twelve title under Gunderson in twenty eleven. <laughs> Baylor carried the league more than OSU and Texas in the last 15 years. Look, you want to just go total wins in the last 15 years? It's not close between OSU and Texas. Total wins, there's there's a big gap. I, I would guess, this is this is purely going off the noggin here, Hacks. Uh, I would guess in the last 15 years of, of football, uh, you would have OU1 and OSU2 in total wins. Yes, that's Kansas correct. Kansas State would probably be three. Um, I saw something here I can give you. I'm just going most consistent teams is what you got. Um, K-State three, and maybe Texas is fourth on those, that list. I don't know. This is since 2020, Big 12 records. Oklahoma okay. State 25 and 11, Oklahoma 23 and 12, hmm. Texas 22 and 13, Kansas State 21 and 15. Then it goes TCU, Iowa State, West Virginia, Texas Tech. Baylor at 15 and 21. So that we've talked about Baylor. There's some truth to that, but we've also talked about the massive inconsistency when it comes to the bears. There's not lower lows. I mean, that's, that's a thing. Their, their pendulum swings so mm-hmm. wide. They're either great or terrible. Awful. Yeah. I mean, they're three and nine this year. Baylor's, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what I'd like worse. Would you? Could could you stomach the Baylor fanship better than the being middle of the road all the time, like Tech has been, being five and seven to seven and five for the most part. What's easier to to stomach? Some consistency with average football, or oh my gosh, we're awesome one year and then we turn around and we're three and nine. 
Uh, are there Baylor fans? I'm just asking what's... No, I mean, there are some, but they're... It's... Baylor it's Air? Small. It's, it's a small amount, but yeah. I don't know what's worse there. I, I have no idea. I know what's worse. I, as horrible as that was to sit through on Saturday night, the 50-point loss, I think I'll still take that over the way that Auburn lost to Alabama. I didn't know about that. Oh, my gosh, Until, like, I couldn't believe my son didn't, you know, Perry hits me with everything. Yeah. Didn't start with that? Well, I had to tell all my stories from the trip. Yeah. Um. And then all of a sudden, he's like, uh, did you see the end of the Auburn-Alabama game? And I go, no. And so he pulls it up, and my jaw hit the ground. I cannot imagine. Like, there's not a worse way to lose how than that. How terrible. To your rival. Auburn people feel. Oh, my gosh. Like, seriously, you're about to ruin Alabama's season. Fourth and goal from the 31. 31. Gotta have a touchdown. <laughs> it's the worst into thing the ever. corner. Like interfere with them or something. I mean, yeah. Like, take another shot at that. He's he's fairly wide open. I mean, that's on Auburn for sure. But my crazy. gosh, man. Madness. I can't imagine how they feel. Especially what? Last week? The week before? Mm-hmm. They'd get... They have they pay New Mexico State a million dollars to come <laughs> beat them by half, three yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, that's and now you got your hated rival. I mean, hated rival, right where you want them. Yep. Holy, just you you talk about wanting to just give up on everything. That's crazy. Uh, some uh, two different people. This is just. On cue, of course, uh, saying you're sitting next to a Baylor fan, Hacks. Yeah. <laughs> of course. He is so funny. Uh, choice is Joey, the new version of Spike, winners six or seven a year to make a bowl and be happy? I don't think so. You know, if I was projecting, I would guess he's going to be closer to, to what Leach was than Spike was. And I like Spike. But Leach, your floor... And this is what Joey said before or after the, the UCF game was that your floor of your program is is making a bowl game. And just like that and that's important. That that's what the floor was in Leach. Like your baseline expectation is getting to a bowl game. Six and six. This is supposed to be your worst year under Joe according to Joey McGuire, under Joey McGuire. Will it happen? I don't know. But that's what the, the idea is. So well, be, I, be a team that that's your baseline and you're competing for Big 12 championships the, every couple of years. I had to text Snead and apologize to him and, and give him credit. I said, this is my official, official apology <laughs> for my official. take about your take um, because he called it perfectly. Before the season? Uh, no, what was going to happen with Texas and Texas Tech. Don't give him credit. Um, I have to. Because he, he's going to say that 10 times. And, well, know. he he nailed it. And I was I on did, the complete but, but opposite end of that. we got to call I, him wrong, too. Then. I feel bad about buying into the hype that I did. I mean, you remember in the preseason where I had Tech slotted, and it wasn't even close, man. It wasn't even, wasn't even in the ballpark. Mm. 
Uh, Central Texas Hank said, head north on 281 or 35, get to Colleen, and you'd swear that everyone attended Baylor. There's more green than Ireland. Well, you know what I, I thought was would be awful, and I love that we live in Texas Tech and Lubbock is Texas Tech. They they interchange. But when I was in Waco this year, I saw a Texas Longhorn billboard in Waco on 35. Mm-hmm. That, that'd that be horrible. You're in a Big 12 town, and you got another school advertising in your town? Now, I know Tech does that probably purposefully in Fort Worth. You know, too, um, OSU did that one time with Parrish Cox. Parrish Cox went to Waco High, I think. Yeah. And put they, they put a billboard by his house. <laughs> That's funny. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. We rolling on to hour number three. It's the end of the bench here on a Monday. You're on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. 100.7 The Score mobile app and yours on television. Fox 34 News Now. However, and wherever you're joining us from, we're glad that you've chosen to make us part of your Monday. Alongside Jeff Haxton, I'm Choice Woodman, Lucas White, back behind the glass. Uh, keep your thoughts coming in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We've talked some basketball. We'll get back to some more basketball thoughts momentarily. There's some offensive coordinator comments, some other uh, football stuff. We will uh, we'll dabble in whatever you want to talk about as we've got another hour with you. We're 45 minutes out from Ask the Benchwarmers, so you got questions specifically. We'll get into um, some of those in a moment. But uh, starting with this, here's to hoping Zach Kitley is hired as one of those head coaches during the carousel. Maybe we can get an offensive coordinator that will prepare our offense more effectively and call plays that fit the skill set of the team. Uh, Was he mentioned for UTEP? Is that the one? Um, I think so. Okay. And I think that, I, I don't Isn't know. Isn't that a stretch? I mean. I don't think so. You don't, you don't think so? Uh, for him to go for or for. No, the, I think he'll go for it, but like. Uh, no, I don't think so. Really? You think he's got a chance at one of those jobs? I like, think, I think if, if Zach Kitley walked away from Texas Tech right now, uh, there's a lot of schools that would still go after him as an offensive coordinator. Well, uh, I, I do too, but I'm saying head coach. Uh, he's, like Utah's job that, is open. He fits that bill of, especially in the state of Texas. If you're wanting a Texas guy, a guy that would recruit Texas well, um, yes. I also think you'll see Kenny Perry be a potential name for that job as well. I think now, I, I could see that a little more than yeah than Kitley. I mean, but but what's popular now? Going for the young offensive mind, right? Isn't that what everybody does? Not everybody, but that's a popular thing. I know, but I don't, I don't see it. Maybe it is more of a stretch. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't even know if he has. This, I don't know if he will go for it or not, or if that's just a, a thought um, among some of those. But to me, um, uh, the the offensive coordinator stuff is it is what it is. Hax's favorite thing. It is what it is. I I don't know. Means you're screwed. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> well, here's another one. Any thoughts on who we can get for OC next year or who's available and interesting? You you don't you have your OC for next year. <laughs> There's not going to be a firing there. Uh, if he leaves for a head coaching job, that would be where you lose Zach Kelly. I don't think he's going to leave for another coordinator job. I'd be very surprised at it. Um, he's not going to get fired. Let me ask you this. Is Baron Morton the guy? 
Uh, when he's healthy, sure. Okay. I, I think he looked unhealthy again. Yeah. Right? I mean, it, there wasn't the yeah. zip on his pass no. from the week before. No. I just think you're you're dealing with a guy who's fighting something. Um, I don't know if he's going to have any sort of procedure. I would guess. I guess I'm that he's you. probably going to have a procedure. Arm pain soon. when you rely on your arm is one of the worst things in sports. It's just right. a horrible feeling. Right. Because you know you've got to go out there and perform, and really you can't. But you just think if if you're I, man, I couldn't there. throw it I couldn't throw it around the infield at the end of my career and it was just one of the most it it, it, it got me to quit baseball it's yeah. ba- like I can't handle this pain anymore and you know we didn't have athletic trainers and, and that kind of stuff and you'd have to go see your own doc and your what's your own doc going to do he's gonna, oh yeah your arms ripped apart and you can't throw anyway I'm taking it away where I shouldn't but no, I'm just trying to just relate to what Baron is probably going through, I you, if you're close to the program, if you have access to the program, and and we're not talking, we're not near no. coaches or any of that, but you see some of the pain and the agony that these the athletes go through. Sure, you get to see some of that. You see and, casts. You see, y- yeah, you you see a little bit of that stuff. Yeah, IVs. Yeah, shots. I mean, you you see stuff that that, that to try to get through and play. And I'm telling you, I feel for Baron. I really do because yeah. this has been basically since the spotlight was his. He's dealt with this, and I I I think that's exactly what you've you've gone through. Is that he? There are games where he looks comfortable, and, and that's probably the top level is comfortable. Um, he absolutely did against UCF. He, he was able to fling it a lot more. Kansas the week before? No. It seems like it's a day by day, as as day to day as you can get an injury. That's what it seems like with with Baron Morton. He did not look like he had a bunch of zip on the ball against Texas, and unfortunately, you just don't have another option. I was thinking this morning, like, what if you had that luxury that you had last year of Donovan Smith still sitting there? Mm-hmm. Just think about because Baron wouldn't be playing a bunch of these games. He would be able to sit and rest. And and you would have a, a competent a, a guy that with experience there as your backup as your third option. It just it, it's been an unfortunate season, um, and you know I don't I don't know what what's going to end up happening uh, as far as the Zach Kitley stuff. Look, if you want Micah Hudson on campus, uh, you want Zach Kitley here. It's it's mm. pretty simple. You want. Micah Hudson here. You want Will Hammond here. Uh, you're going to want Zach Kittley here. And guess what? When he's got some dudes, he had a pretty good example of having some dudes at Western Kentucky, and they were phenomenal there offensively. I would love to see what it looks like when Zach Kittley has some Jimmys and Joes to work with here in a, in a year or two. The, the whole thing rolling around in my head right now with what – we're talking about is you, you just basically said exactly what I've been thinking. I know there's exam. It was kind of like, it's kind of like the, um, the Texas tech basketball team hits 14 threes against Texas A&M. Yeah. We have an example of how it can look. Can look. Yeah. Then you play three games and you're just horrible at shooting threes. You're 20%. <laughs> sure. But we know it's there. what it can look like. And we did get to see it some this week. And we did get to see it some. They hit 22 threes the first two games. I don't know what we hit on the next one. But I bet it was, you know, around 30 threes for three games. 
Yeah. Uh, let's see. I can give you that right but now. But it, we know this guy can do it. Five, only five three is the third game. Oh, okay. Um, still, that's around thirty. We know he can do it. He had an NFL quarterback at HBU and then Western Kentucky, mm-hmm. and took some of those skilled guys, those brothers that went with him, and they lit it up. They lit up the entire country. Yeah. So we. That's again. I've tried to say this. Try to put yourself in his shoes, stand on the sideline, and look across at currently, a, I think a below average receiving unit, um, an average offensive line, a hurt quarterback, and a really good running back, and try to devise something that's going to work against Big Twelve competition. It's just it's not in the in the in the cards right now. Yeah. Uh, Viva 73 says we don't have Hudson or that hyped quarterback on campus or signed yet. Don't be surprised if they back out on Texas tech. I would be uh, about as surprised as you could get if they back out on Texas tech from my understanding. I mean, Micah Hudson after Texas tech gets beat 57 to seven, <laughs> he tweets out wreck them immediately <laughs> to ensure I thought he's the biggest troll in the world. And you know what? Those exist. I don't so get that feeling from I don't me. I don't think that's the case. Unless he's trolling UT fans, then that's fun. But yeah. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 the score. Several questions in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. As uh, we are here with Ask the Bench Warmers. He's Jeff Haxton. I'm Choice Woodman. Look wide across the way. You can tweet us at 107 the score or dial us up on the Visual Edge IT hotline 806-771-0973. We'll get to as many questions as we can. If we've got extras, we'll hold them over for tomorrow. But uh, this one, Hacks in your lifetime, do you think Tech will win a Big 12 championship in football? Yes. I do. Yeah, I think especially. Heck yes. It'll yeah, happen I, at I some too. point. It'll happen. Um, <sighs> Next year. Next year, okay. I don't know about that. <laughs> okay, just kidding. Um, you know, I, I saw some tweets from again cocky Utah fans that are. It's just shocking to me how cocky they are. Like, you know, well, watching this BYU OSU game, we're gonna waltz through this conference, oh. and I'm like, you're gonna have more trouble than you think, Utes. I and hope. that goes for the Sun Devils, Wildcats, anybody that's coming in. All of them. You're gonna have more trouble than you think. Uh, if Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship, do you see them leapfrogging over Texas for a chance to be in the playoffs? It's Bama. Oh, man, but the head-to-head is the one thing that's tough there. And if Texas didn't do it at Tuscaloosa, that's the tough thing. My answer is no, and that's because – now, okay, if you were to take – the Iowa State Cyclone and slap that on the helmet and then put the resume yep. that Texas has exactly You're exactly right. Then you'd get a leapfrog. But because the Texas logo holds up so much and, and has so much clout, no. Agreed. And again, I think the, the head to head in Tuscaloosa yeah. helps. And yeah, they want they don't want new blood in the championship unless it's new blue blood. And the fact that they could get Texas there for the first time is a big opportunity for the the college football playoffs. So, yeah, I think any chance they get to put Texas in, they're going to try to do so. 
Now, I don't think they're going to just blatantly, I say, I don't think, like, put a team in that, or a Texas in when they don't deserve it over someone else, but eh, we'll see. Um, we'll see what happens this championship week. How, hopefully, OSU wins, and we don't even have to worry mm-hmm. about this conversation. Fellas, any truth to the rumor that we may not play Oregon next year? So, did you see this floating around? No. Okay. I know John Canzano put out an article. Uh, my understanding is yes, there is truth to it. Will it happen? I don't know. But apparently, from what I understand, Oregon and Oregon State want to continue the Civil War rivalry. Uh, so, therefore, they're, it, to play it next year, they've got to open something up on their schedule. And I guess uh, what would happen would be Oregon... I don't know. I don't know exactly how it shifts around, but you would get rid of the Oregon game and pick up Washington State and go to Pullman instead of going to mm. Eugene. Mm. Selfishly, I want to go see Austin. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really cool trip. And cool, But what would probably be a more winnable game would yep. be Washington State. So, you know, weigh that out. Did... Um... Did... Has Filani already moved on? From Washington State, I thought I saw him coaching somewhere else, maybe Northern Arizona or something. Uh, he Joel. is because didn't he went to Wazoo? After... Says current at Wazoo. Okay, right. that's what it, that's what it says right now. But I don't know if he. By the way, another job just opened up. Uh, Middle Tennessee State's fired Rick Stockstill. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. Carousel continues. Uh, speaking of, he'd been there forever. So. Uh, I think there's truth to it. I don't know how easy it is to get out of or anything like that. So we'll we'll see. We'll see if uh, that. But they've got to make those decisions pretty quick. You would think that that that's got to be something that's got to be decided and and TV contracts and all sorts of stuff go into those. So I don't think it's just straight the two. Well, maybe, maybe. it may just be between the two schools. Uh, where will Shuck be accepted as a transfer portal guy? Well, that's a great question, man. Uh, my guess is you would see him high end group of five or lower end power five. Just a guess. If he's wanting to go start play immediately, uh, higher end group of five, lower end power five. But I I have no idea. And uh, my uh, pure guess, uh, I would guess he goes west. He's from back west. Uh, yeah. You know what? What does Arizona State have a quarterback right now? They need somebody. What he's. That Florida kid. Oh, yeah. So they're not going to go replace <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, no. They're, they're not going to replace him. I was going to say that. Because probably in 500 grand for him. Or, what was the deal of Florida? It was massive. It was 13 million. 13 million. It was 13 million, yeah. Yeah. No, I think that was a total deal, not a year. Oh, yeah. If you come here, you got to play. Oh, wow. So I think it was 13 million over He's four not that years. Good well, either. Or three years. Uh, yeah. No, he, I mean, not worth 13 million. Good. Uh, do we have. NIL money to get O-line transfers. Well, considering one of your best donors was an offensive lineman here, you might be able to come up with it. If if you get the right ones that are interested, then I, I'd guess that you probably could come up with some NIL money for for offensive linemen. But I don't know. I, I don't spend that money. So, uh, If Howard, the Michigan head coach, was suspended for the first six games this year, how was it he on their bench to get tossed right at the half during the Tech game? Was he suspended the first six games? Juwan Howard? I thought, I mean, I could be 
wrong, totally wrong, but I think it's Big Ten. Was it, it may be Big Ten, yeah. And is that all, was that Stimmon off the punch last year, or is that off of, uh, no, His he's got other issues too, right? I'm not sure. We're going to find out. Not now. John Howard suspended five games. Okay, so that's how. I guess that's how he... But was he there for the whole tournament? I I don't know. I didn't watch any of Michigan's other games. So, sorry I couldn't answer that better. Um, I'm as in the dark as you are. Do you all agree that Hutchings and Bradford came back? Choice to come back was a total bust. I think it was a wash, personally. I don't think... Now, Hutchings, if, if an injury ends up costing him... Uh, a draft spot, then that then that becomes a bust. But in terms of did they come back and help your team? Yeah, they helped your team. Did they come back and help their draft stock? I don't think so. I think they're both about where they were last, this time last year, personally. So I wouldn't call it a bust. I'd call it a wash. They, uh, they both have the feeling of there's a reason they came back because they know – that their best football or their best their best chance to play their best football was here not at the next level. I mean, I see these guys as 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 practice squad players. Yeah, I at think best. I think Hutchings has a little bit higher upside than Bradford. For me, it looks like Bradford is going to he's such a, a philanthropist that he yeah. can he, <laughs> he may not even want. He he may just want to start going and and helping yeah. people like he's done with the, the the turkeys and everything. So Yeah, so Hutchings um. Sorry. Uh, well, Hutchings and Bradford both remind me a lot of a guy that was here named Kerry Hyder, and he has made a living. I mean, they're about the same size as him. He's made a living in the NFL. Just Sign another contract just last week. because motors. I mean, they, yeah. he's got a motor, and both of those guys fit not quite to the same extent as him. So if if they found their way onto NFL squads occasionally and went back and forth from practice squads, wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised with either of those guys. But, yeah, I don't think they elevated their stock. I don't think they hurt their stock at all by coming back. I, mean, I think they definitely helped your team this year. Yeah, and I and I think their goal was obviously to go win a Big 12 championship, and that's a big reason they came back. So if that's your goal or if that's what you're calling a bust, then yes. Uh, Lucas on the chat line said, Talk some Lady Raider basketball. They're off to a great start. What are they projected to finish in the Big 12 again? I think they were uh, 10 in the preseason poll. I believe that's where the Lady Raiders were. I think they'll finish better than 10. I don't know how much better, but I think they'll finish better than 10. I mean, right? Because, yeah, I think it was the four uh, new schools. They just slapped them all at the end, hit all four new schools, and then it was Lady Raiders. And, yeah, I think they're just like the Red Raiders, bubble tournament type of team. They'll have a chance to get there. I uh, would be surprised if they're not playing any. Any uh, postseason ball. How many Red Raiders hold out of the bowl game? Brooks, Hutch, Hutchings? Uh, Hutchings would be injury-related. I think Taj plays. He's still trying to prove things week to week. Yeah, I have no idea on Taj. I wouldn't be surprised just because of the position he plays. Because running backs, but I, if I were leaning, I'd probably say he plays. But don't know on that. All right, uh, there's some more questions we didn't get to. We'll hold on to those for tomorrow. Appreciate all your thoughts, comments, reactions. Yates Flooring Center chat line. We'll do it again tomorrow. 
pass you off to the bottom line now. For Hacks and Lucas, I'm Choice. It's been the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. This has been the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.